So what is going on guys? This is Frank Zaroski of the Tomahawk Roundup on WNTH 88.1 FM and I'm here with the human wrecking ball himself, Zach Ronaldo. Zach, how are you today? I'm good. I haven't heard that um, that being told about me for years, man. Hey, it sticks. It sticks for a while and it sticks for a reason. So you are known as an enforcer in the hockey world. How did that style come about and how do you hone it? That's how it came about. Um, well, it was, came about being drafted the last, second last round in the OHL. And if you're familiar, if anybody's familiar with being drafted in the second last round in any league, that means you literally have to fight your way to earn a spot. And that's exactly what I did. And But I fought so well, I guess, that people saw me as a, a tough guy, so to speak. And um, if that was that was the role that I had to play to make the lineup being a second last round draft pick in the OHL and a second last round draft pick in the NHL. So um, I've literally always been the underdog and always had to fight my way for spots. And um, I think I just made a good impression on my toughness and my physical play that um, that was kind of the role that I was given. Yeah. Absolutely. I love a good underdog story where you got somebody you can root for. So how do you feel the role of an enforcer has changed over your career in the National Hockey League and the American League? Um, it's changed night and day. I would say there are no more enforcers anymore. True enforcers are totally different in the way um, a real, uh, an enforcer now today is. It's, uh, it's a totally different image. Yeah, uh, so you played alongside uh, one uh, another guest of the show in Philadelphia, Danny Briere. So tell us what he brings to a team in terms of fire and offense. Danny B. Danny B. is probably one of my favorite people. Um, uh, not even teammates, just like people in general. He was such a great person to me, a great mentor, whether he knew he was mentoring me or not. And I knew his kids very well. Um, great kids, great family. That guy brings so much heart to the team. And um, he doesn't speak much, but when he does, um, you really want to listen because the wisdom and the maturity and the experience that comes out of his mouth, when he does speak, you really got to listen. You really got to pay attention. And every time that that guy touched the puck coming down the wing, getting it from G or whoever it was that passed, and you know it was going somewhere above the goalie's ears. Yeah. I remember I remember watching him, you know, in Chicago, uh, 2010 Stanley Cup Finals. He was a thorn in our side that whole series. And, yeah, it was a great, great to have him on and great to have you on. So being an enforcer and a big, tough guy in the league, you've been in a lot of fights, obviously. What is your most memorable or favorite fight you've been in? And give us a little blow-by-blow that was going through your mind during the fisticuffs. Um, I think the, the probably the most, number one sticks out to me because, um, one, it was a – I was told by the Flyer fans, one of the most savage, savage things I've ever seen in a hockey fight. And um, two, it was just it was just crazy, especially in Philly. So um, I think it was, it was against B.J. Crombie. And I think a game before, he's playing for Tampa, and the game before, I think he slashed G or, or something happened. I can't remember. It was a long time ago, but... We whistle blew. We crossed pass. He asked me to go, and I we 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 fought. And um, 
Colombians, he's tough. I mean, if you're willing to drop your drop your gloves in the NHL, you gotta be tough. You gotta be willing. So my respect is always to people who my opponents are, win, lose, or draw. So um, we fought, we dropped the gloves, and I I hit him with one really really solid punch, and I dropped him down to a knee. And as he was on his knee, I hit him again, and I kind of put him out. Um, not boasting, you know, knocking people out is cool and stuff like that. It's part of the fight. It's part of the game. That's what happens. But to me, um, that was the most memorable one because of the aftermath of what happened. There was controversy. I got a lot of love and a lot of hate, and that fight stuck out to me just because of the impact that it made around the league and around the public eye, social media world and that's why it was so memorable to me yeah absolutely i remember watching that game you know you 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 gave the guy a beat down but it was fabulous it was a hard-fought battle and i can't thank you enough for your contributions to the league so your team the stockton heat are in first place in the pacific division of the american league as of the taping of this interview what has been working right for your team and you guys this season um I think uh, I think it's the we have a really really good leadership group here, and I think um, I, we have a lot of rookies also. So it's uh, probably about eight real veteran players and probably eight rookies. And uh, for me, that says that we have a great leadership core. That we have so many young guys that are looking up to our older veteran leadership guys and learning and um, you know not just learning, but implementing what they're learning onto the ice and into the games. And I think that's what's making us very successful. Also, I think that there's no judging going on in the room. Um, you know, there's a lot of Europeans. We have a lot of young guys, a really, really crazy mix of players. And, you know, there's no there's no judging. We kind of just, you know, everyone's kind of the same person, and we all like the same things, and we, we all have a really cool um, bond, whether we know it or not. I think that bond is just there because there's no judging. And uh, leadership group, and there's no judging, man. I think that goes a very long way. I think that's why we're winning hockey right now. Yeah, the chemistry in the locker room has to be there for a victory, and it's it's so nice that you guys have that in Stockton. Uh, you played uh, you played for the Adirondack Phantoms before you joined the Flyers. And for our listeners who don't know, they're based out of a small 14,000-person town called Glen Falls, New York. What was the small town environment like playing hockey there? Uh, that was my first year pro. I was twenty years old. I had, um, I really had no idea what pro hockey was like. So I just knew, you know, the rumors about the AHL it being so, you know, what it was back then was called the jungle. Then the jungle wouldn't tell um, the atmospheres at the rink and the atmospheres outside of the rink. So. I was kind of uh, look. I wasn't looking forward to it, but I kind of knew the sense of what it could be like. It was just. It was actually really cool because um, at first, not a lot of we didn't have many fans. But as the season grew, the fan base grew, and every fan there was so loyal. And for me, my you know, I was 20 years old and rookie, so to speak, tough guy. So I fought, you know, almost every other game. And the love that I got from those fans, because they're so loyal and they're so, uh, they come from a small town, so I'm assuming, you know, hardworking people, they like that rough and tough player who plays with a lot of heart and that was to go for himself after a big hit. So 
that was a really cool uh, place to play because those people were hardworking nine to five people who sometimes needed to go to watch a game and watch a player, uh, you know, put a beat down on someone or hit someone or just play with passion because that might help them, um, you know, kind of go help them what they're dealing with on their day-to-day basis. Those are the people that I play for. I play for the, the nine to five workers at home that are working their ass off and, you know, have to do what they have to do to, to survive. And I'm doing that right now too for them. Yeah. I can't agree more. You know, you seem like this really passionate guy and you, and it shows on the ice when you're playing if you want to publicize yourself to our listeners in Chicago, anything we should know about you now, publicize yourself on the airwaves in Chicago. Go. I got nothing to me, man. I'm just a raw, down-to-earth person. Uh, I'm not here to promote nothing. I'm not here to, you know, I don't joke around. I don't tell lies. When I go on these podcasts, the only thing that come out of my mouth is the truth, and that's who I am, just a down-to-earth, real person. And you heard it here first, the human wrecking ball himself, Zach Ronaldo of the Stockton Heat. Thank you so much, Zach, for your time. Really appreciate it. Take care, buddy.